Good morning students. Uh, I hope all of you are doing well and uh, I sincerely hope that uh, all of you are taking the necessary precautions to keep us all safe uh, uh, from this uh, uh, pandemic uh, and uh, from the ill effects of uh, the COVID-19 virus. Uh, anyways, let us uh, continue from where we were uh, last time around in the last lecture and uh, all of us know that we were discussing the concept of legal education. we have discussed the introductory part wherein we have tried to uh, find out as to who are the types of students who actually take admission uh, in the law course be it uh, the 3 year law course or be it the 5 year law course uh, what is it that uh, we need to do as uh, we have uh, focused our attention primarily on the issue that uh, uh, it is the rejects from other fields that we need to uh, Uh, take care of in the sense that uh, we do not need to give uh, admission to these rejects of other fields in the field of law in case we uh, want to develop uh, a good system of legal education in india and in case we want to bring it at par with the other professions who've made a name uh, for themselves like the medical professions so we need to basically focus on uh, getting only those students inside the system inside uh, the legal education paradigm so to say Uh, wherein uh, the students are um, keenly and actively interested in pursuing any uh, career in any associated field of law then we had shifted our focus to the meaning of legal education we had tried to focus on the various definitional dimensions uh, uh, that are available as far as legal education is concerned and in that series we had discussed four different aspects of the definitional dimensions uh, available to us so today i'll just finish with that aspect and then we'll move forward and discuss what are the aims of legal education that is basically what the primary focus of this lecture is going to be so continuing from where we had left uh, in the last uh, uh, aspect so to say the fifth definitional dimension that we can perceive of legal education is that legal education has uh, basically centered on the divide between professional and liberal education uh, on the one hand we have uh, the nlus uh, which focus exclusively you know on the professional development of the students um, and on the other hand we have uh, the traditional universities whose focus is primarily uh, both on professional uh, as well as uh, the liberal education and please understand that despite such divide it has been accepted accepted widely that a law student should not only be trained in the a uh, skills that a lawyer requires uh, but he should also be endowed with the accepted norm of professional ethics and a sense of social responsibility that means we should try to find out a path wherein uh, no doubt we definitely need to develop the professional skills uh, which will help a lawyer um, uh, you know uh, achieve his objectives in life and grow in life professionally but along with that we need to you know uh, put in our students uh, the accepted norms of professional ethics at a sense of social responsibility we need to guide them um, as far as uh, the ethics part um, of the legal profession is concerned which we call generally as the professional ethics we should uh, uh equip our students uh, with uh, the basic knowledge of professional ethics not only uh, you know by telling them about what ethics are but by trying to inculcate in them those ethics itself and uh, 
of course with that we have uh, a solemn duty to uh, instill in them a sense of social responsibility so as i just told you the nlu's focus primarily has been to develop the professional skills whereas in traditional universities our focus has been to uh, develop both the professional skills and to endow with them the requisite uh, uh norms which are required uh, for them to understand what professional ethics are all about and also to instill in them a sense of social responsibility so legal education is basically now on uh, you know this divide and we need to bridge this divide we need to uh, focus uh, on both the aspects which are equally important for the development of the law student who is going to be the uh, future of the legal profession in india so uh, our focus as uh, i have already said should not only be on the development of the professional skills of course it should be on the development of their professional skills but along with that it should also be on the development of uh, professional ethics uh, in our students of law and also uh, uh, instilling in them a sense of social responsibility so these are the some of the aspects of uh, uh, the definitional dimensions of uh, or the meaning of legal education uh, which i wanted to discuss with you i hope you've uh, understood them please uh, go through them again and again so that it uh, gets settled in your mind as to what uh, meaning of legal education can we uh, give to this concept and uh, what are the different ways in which we can try to study and try to perceive this concept of legal education okay now moving on to the next concept after having done the introduction part after having tried to discuss the meaning part of legal education let us try to understand what are the aims of legal education i'll try to discuss uh, this heading under the various points uh, and the first of these points is that the prime object of legal education is to produce professional lawyers see still uh, we are in the year 2021 and still um, uh, the law student which passes out from any central university state university nlu private university deemed college private college majority of them go into the profession of uh, advocacy majority of them become lawyers so our focus primarily in legal education is to produce professional lawyers the first and primary objective especially in the undergraduate courses the llb courses the ba llb courses bsc llb btech llb bcom llb bba llb uh, the primary object of the legal education and of us teachers in uh, such a scenario is to produce skilled professional lawyers that is the first aim of the legal education we need uh, such a system of legal education wherein we are providing uh education to these students which is helping in their professional growth as lawyers and then we need to do and focus um, on every such aspect which needs to the uh, overall development of our students and help them become professional lawyers in due course of time and of course 3 years of ivs Uh, whatever the course they might have chosen for that so that is the first and foremost object of legal education second of course <clears throat> is an interlinked concept that we need to train men uh, men here of course includes both the boys and girls to train men for the legal profession uh of course uh, as i just said both these concepts are interlinked uh we can uh, achieve this aim of pro- producing professional lawyers only when we are training them for the legal profession so in the 3 years or in the 5 years that they are with us it is the responsibility of the uh, persons involved in legal education of the teachers of uh, everybody uh, connected with the legal profession 
to train the men for the legal profession for that we have to see many things and we have to focus uh, on many things that uh, will help them develop uh, these uh, uh, so to say skills and uh, which will help them uh, achieve that aim so moot codes uh, other things like moot codes the competitions that we focus upon the uh, uh client counseling competitions the uh, other uh, areas wherein uh, our focus is basically to develop the skills the uh, requisite uh, uh, so to say know how uh, of what will help these students in the future so second point is basically emphasizing on this aspect of legal education that our focus as law teachers as university professors is to train the students for becoming competent to go into the legal profession that is aim number 2 now the third aim is to inculcate students with the operative legal rules both substantive and procedural now this point is uh, amply clear and it itself is telling you that uh, in the legal profession we need to teach our students substantive and procedural rules that basically means that uh, our focus is to equip them with the substantive laws a basic and uh, general understanding of the substantive laws all of you know what substantive laws are and along with teaching them substantive laws our focus also is to teach them procedural laws um, the procedural laws also uh, are known to you the criminal procedure code the civil procedure code the evidence act all of these laws are procedural laws so we need to equip our students with a very good understanding of the substantive laws and uh, of the procedural laws as well that is the third aim of legal education fourthly the legal aim uh, sorry the legal uh, education aims to provide the student with adequate experience to apply these rules so how can we provide them experience in the three years that uh, they are with us in the five years that they are with us you know not only at the first stage we need to teach them we need to equip them we need to skill them but we also need to give them adequate experience to apply these rules and how can these rules be applied uh, we uh, focus more on the practical aspect along with the theoretical aspect we send them to the courts wherein they have uh, learned the theoretical aspects and then they learn how to apply those theoretical aspects we as i just said in point number 2 we teach them um, the working of the courts when we uh, encourage them to participate in moot courts and client uh, counseling competitions in um, other competitions of a similar nature uh, essay co- competitions um, then uh, uh, mock parliaments and all these activities will help them hone their skills which they have developed in the theoretical learning and when they apply it in the practical part then of course when we send them to the courts uh, when we send them to advocates uh, for chamber practice they learn how to uh, do drafting they learn how to put that drafting into practice they learn how to uh, file a plaint they learn how to uh, draft a written statement they learn how to uh, take evidence give evidence in a court at least by experiencing it if not doing it and they learn the argumentation part when they see it uh, themselves in court when they do argument Uh, on a, a hypothetical moot problem given to them in a moot court they are learning the argumentation part also so this is uh, how they grow this is how they proceed uh, and that is what uh, point number 4 is telling you then shifting the focus to point number 5 point number 5 says uh, that uh, the primary focus of uh, legal education would be that we uh, 
are equipping the students with sufficient knowledge of the historical and sociological background of the country's legal system this is a very important point and this is a very important aim of the legal education as well that uh, we are equipping our students with sufficient knowledge of historical and sociological background of the country's legal system we need to tell them uh, how our system has developed historically uh, by system i of course refer to the legal system uh, what were the historical roots what was uh, the sociological background that ultimately led to the development of the system that we currently find ourselves dealing with it is very important to study the historical roots then only you realize uh, what the origins of uh, our legal system have been and they'll help you find out they'll help you decipher as to uh, how this uh, system was over the period of uh, you know years decades or centuries and how this system has evolved and how it has come to be like this and maybe you will get an idea of uh, what the future holds for the system so point number 5 says that not only do we need to give our students the requisite skills required for them to become excellent lawyers or excellent legal professionals but we also need to uh, equip our students with sufficient knowledge of the historical and sociological background of the country's legal system now point number 6 is to provide the students with some knowledge of other legal systems of the world so that the students do not find themselves at a complete loss when it comes to adopting a comparative approach see this point is basically telling you that uh, not only do you need to tell them about your own uh, legal system or the historical moorings of their own legal system but you also need to make uh, comparative analysis of at least the important legal systems throughout the world maybe you are comparing the indian legal system with the us legal system or the french legal system or the chinese legal system so what does this comparative approach do to help the students see comparative approach is as it is very helpful for any law student or for a law researcher who is doing research on any topic why because it tells them as to what are the strong points of the other legal system which we do not have and when we make a comparative analysis we find that we can also adopt these uh, strong points which we find in that comparative uh, study that we are making of some other judicial system or we can find out what are the, what are the drawbacks of the that judicial system uh, foreign judicial system that we are studying and how is it that we can avoid Uh, the same pitfalls uh, of coming into our uh, judicial system so that is the benefit of uh, this approach it tells us um, so much about the foreign judicial system and this is how it helps us out so comparative approaches are always beneficial and we need to tell uh, about these comparative approaches to our students so that they at least have a basic understanding uh, of what these foreign judicial systems are and how these systems are better or worse than our own judicial system Okay moving to point number 7 this is a very important point which tells that the students need to be encouraged to participate in discussions in seminars and challenge the very premise of legal concepts and their applications basically this is nothing but critical thinking development on the part of the teacher for the student okay initiative of course has to be taken by the teacher and it is the student's responsibility to uh, you know actively participate in discussions in seminars in conferences uh in various moods in in all the things that he gets hold of so that ultimately the critical thinking aspect develops in him 
see as a law student uh, this uh, aspect is very important to be developed in you critical thinkers are the persons who who don't take things lying down uh, they challenge the very premise of the concept that they are studying they try to find out what is the basis of this concept they try to question uh, as to what could have led to the development of this concept they try to see and find out could there be a better concept than this concept that i am studying if yes what could be that concept so these are all uh, traits of a student who's a critical thinker so you know you just cannot do rote learning you need to be a critical thinker you need to ask questions not only to your teachers but more important to you importantly to your own self you need to question the very premise of uh, the things that you are studying or uh, the ratio that you are studying or anything that you are um, getting hold of in your academics you need to uh, question that so that is the ability of a critical thinker and if you uh, develop this ability of critical thinking in you it will uh, it will go a long way in helping you out in the legal profession that you are about to start the journey off so this is one of the main aims of developing uh, the critical thinking ability in our students then is uh, the next point is to legal education would uh, uh, aim at developing the twin skills of effective listening and the ability to remember see not only you have to develop uh, in your student the ability to be a good speaker but also to be a good listener that is equally important because in this profession you need to be a good listener if you're not listening to your client you're not understanding what the case is if you if you're just jumping to conclusion without listening then half of the facts are literally wiped away and washed away which could uh, cost dearly to you in that particular case so not only do you need to be an effective thinker uh you need to be an effective uh, listener as well you need to be an effective speaker you need to be an effective listener and of course you must uh, develop in them the ability to remember that is of course a you know a different domain altogether the students need to revise the students need to be told the concepts uh, uh again and again so that it settles in their mind and of course they need to develop this habit of uh, revising uh, the concepts going through the concepts over and over again over a period of time so that those concepts become permanent in them so these are the abilities that we need to focus on uh, in developing our students and these of course happen to be the aims of legal education then the next aim would be to revolutionize the traditional legal system by developing in every law graduate skill concerning counseling the client interviewing the witnesses efficiently negotiating with parties at appropriate point of time now these are just just some of the skills that i'm talking about that we as uh, legal educators need to focus on in developing in our students so our basic uh, focus area needs to be to develop in our students uh, the skills you know concerning काउंसलिंग द क्लाइंट्स की आपको क्लाइंट्स को काउंसिल कैसे करना है आपको क्लाइंट्स को सुनना कैसे है आपको क्लाइंट्स को रिस्पॉन्ड कैसे करना है अगर आप यहाँ सिखाएंगे नहीं तो स्टूडेंट को पता ही नहीं चलेगा जब वो एडवोकेसी में जाएगा दैट वॉट इज इट दैट ही नीड्स टू डू इन रिस्पेक्ट ऑफ आस्किंग द राइट क्वेश्चन टू द क्लाइंट्स वॉट इज इट दैट ही नीड्स टू डू इन रिलेशन टू इंटरव्यूंग विटनेसेज एफिशेंटली interviewing witnesses efficiently means you need to develop in yourself the ability to be a good cross examiner <coughs> sorry you need to develop in you the ability to uh, not only get the best out of your witness but uh, to get the best out of the other party's witness when you do the cross examination so these are the skills that uh, we need to focus on developing in legal education in our students then we also need to focus on the negotiating skills which will be very helpful for a lawyer when that stage comes 
because uh, efficient negotiating is also an effective part of lawing these days so <clears throat> our focus should be to make them effective uh, negotiators as well so this is again one of the aims of uh, legal education then point number 10 is uh, as uh, mahatma gandhi has rightly said that the law should always bear in mind excuse me <clears throat> not to make his profession subservient to the interests of his purse as is unfortunately but too often the case at present but to serve his country uh, see uh, not only uh, should you try to develop yourself professionally of course you should do that and uh, that is a basic aim of a lawyer but along with developing yourself personally you should also try to serve your country uh, you should also provide pro bono services you should also do social service your you, you know your basic aim should not be just to fill your purse just to fill your um, almiras with hordes of cash uh, and a lot of fame yes of course fame is uh, an essential component uh, deriving a lot of money is an essential component of lawyering but along with that you also need to focus on uh, social service you also need to do pro bono service uh free of cost service free of cost services uh, that you must provide to um, the needy citizens of the country and that is uh, the responsibility of uh, uh us teachers that is the responsibility of uh, legal education that as students of uh, law uh we as teachers of law teach our students not only to be uh, good lawyers and to develop in them the skills that i've just talked about in the points that have gone by but we also need to focus on their contribution to the society we need to encourage in them the skills uh, that uh, uh, they uh, would uh, you know uh, develop in a course of time wherein uh, they are uh, not only focusing on their own selves but they are also focusing on the needs of the people of the society we encourage them to do pro bono services wherein they are not charging anything from their clients we need to as teachers tell them you know by uh, giving them examples or by inculcating that feeling in them that uh, they need uh, not only their personal and professional development which of course is absolutely necessary but also the development of their immediate neighborhood of the people around them which they can help uh, of providing social service of being a help to the uh, um, society in which they live in then only we are uh, basically focusing on their holistic development that is what holistic development is all about you don't focus on a particular aspect but you focus on many aspects so the development that is taking place of a student is not singular development of a singular trait but a multifocal uh, development but a development which focuses on many aspects of his personality and in fact uh, tends to develop uh, the multifaceted personality of that student and the best in him in different aspect comes out so that is uh, what the requirement of uh, the profession of uh, legal education is that is what the teachers the professors the university system the bar council of india needs to focus on so these were the primary aims of legal education uh please go through them once again uh, so that uh, all the concepts are absolutely clear to you if you have any doubts of course we can uh, discuss them in the lectures to come that is uh, all for the day thank you students